or saying something disparaging about holding Uyghurs in concentration camps. You understand what would happen to that person? Because the reality is we might not know what would happen to that person. Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. I am Justin Gruber. And I am Jesse Gruber. And today we hope you will seize seize the the faith. Well, another episode of the Carpe Fide podcast here. Jesse, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing great here, buddy. I'm so glad to hear it. We are going to razzle-dazzle the folks tonight by talking about whether or not Christians should watch the Olympics in China. Well, I mean, they probably shouldn't go to China. Definitely. No, that's not even a question. What is that on the table is should you go to China? The answer is don't go to China. Never go to China. When you're getting ready to go to China and the uh, recommended course of action is to not bring your cell phone, buy a burner, don't carry any ID, and uh, possibly try to alter your physical appearance, <laughs> probably shouldn't go to that country. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that time that they pulled that... Uh that like Dutch reporter off the air. Oh yeah, just recently in the Olympics, uh, there was a Dutch reporter reporting back, and uh, he was moved by a man wearing a black suit with a red band on his arm, signifying that he was a volunteer for the uh, Chinese security force. And boy, really nice of him. by volunteer he, we mean it was like I was like probably not. The guy was volunteer. like, oh well, we're not going to be able to report right now. We have to move off of the. And then they just cut him, and uh, they had to they had to go somewhere else. They were they were in the wrong spot. They accidentally wandered in the. Uh, do not come here unless you're a part of the state god zone. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I'm not going to set this up either way. Uh, honestly, as we talk about this, it's just this is just the idea of we need to be thinking and engaging critically with culture, and to do that, we have to be faith, faithful to Christ. We have to be faithful to God. What are we doing as Christians? What are we watching as Christians? <clears throat> I was uh, we we just uh, were able to record, which by the time this comes out, um, it'll have it'll be out there on the. Internebs. It'll interwebs. be webs. Drop, drop, <laughs> drop, 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 dropped, dropped. Dropping Wednesday, I believe. Everybody. We uh, we were we hung out with the guys from the uh, Dead Men Walking podcast, um, and uh, they're awesome dudes. The DMW. DMW. Not to be confused with the WMDs. WMDs. Yes, don't do the WMD search. No. That'll yep. Um, but we hung out with them, and well, if uh, you're not on the FBI's <laughs> list, <laughs> you are now on their on their on their their their. Uh, their they do a video and podcast on their episode. We, uh, I basically said that Christians should not be watching The View. Um, I, I think, I think it's, this goes into that vein. We have to critically analyze what we're watching. <laughs> I've decided, I actually decided personally that uh, you can probably obtain more uh, gospel-centered dialogue in analyzing the narrative around. Um, what was that? Was that fun show everybody loved? It was about like uh, you know Gullah Gullah Island. <laughs> 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 no, not not that. Um, it was a uh, uh, close at the, the polylog. No, it was on HBO, and everybody watched it. Uh, Game of Thrones. That's it. Oh. You can probably get more uh, more Christian dialogue around the narrative of Game of Thrones um, than you can from The View. The View is a godless place. Oh, it you is definitely evil. hit the T in total depravity. And uh, <laughs> and I, I I don't think there's any way. There's just no reason that Christians should be listening to people that are espousing such. Um, horrible and hateful anti-gospel views uh, i just don't i don't understand it. anyway that, well that's how that's how we're gonna have to try to critically analyze the olympics to do 2022 though we're gonna have to like go all the way back um to 1936 so uh way 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 jump into the in way time. back jump into the way back and jump every, on every, back to 1936 in 1936 um what happened in 1936 well we had olympics we had the summer olympics oh we had that's them, great yeah we had them in um Germany? Nazi Germany. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, so the uh, the International Olympic Committee had awarded Germany to ho- the hosting rights in 1931. Shortly after that, <laughs> that was Hitler, a four- that was uh, yeah. <laughs> hindsight, big, big boo boo. <laughs> hindsight there says, wait a second, <laughs> can we take this back, <laughs> guys? We made a mistake. Um, and Hitler was like, no taxes, boxes. <laughs> nine, 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 nine. Um, the Olympics are mine. <laughs> Hitler had uh, Hitler came to power shortly thereafter, and uh, basically, what was what what happened in 1936 is. Um, on display was was basically just Nazi propaganda for the world to consume. Um, it was supposed to be bigger and better than ever, and um, basically they used it as a showcase to promote their perfection of the Aryan race um, on display. They were really thwarted by one American named Jesse Owens, who won four gold medals uh, as a as an African American, really under undercutting their narrative that. Um, uh, to be blonde haired and blue eyed was the way to be, or else everyone else was inferior. And uh, Jesse Owens said, <laughs> "Not so fast, not so fast." Um, I, di- I didn't know. I didn't know the. I didn't know that the Germans thought that they started all of it because of race. I didn't. Oh, I'm so well. You know, you might. You know, that's probably because you you've you've uh, listened to the narrative. As I've watched the view. Too many you may times. have watched the view too many times. Whoopi Goldberg may have uh, turned you on to the falsehood that. Um, <laughs> Hitler wasn't racist. Oh. He was actually incredibly racist. It's like what those alt-right friends say all the time. Can I just help? I just want to help everybody real quick, okay? Um, what Whoopi Goldberg was, espou- was espousing was um, melanism, okay? Melanism. And that is, she bases everything off of the amount of melanin that is contained in your genetic code. That's what Whoopi Goldberg bases things off of. Man, how can she see that? That's a pretty crazy well. It's, thing. it's easy because it's 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 directly depicted. expressed in it's the, the color it's of the your only skin. Th- she can't go any deeper than s- literally skin deep. Um, and and here's the reality: uh, surface level. When someone from Germany, okay, and someone from Norway, if you were to look at them and say, "Oh, you guys are you guys are the same," yeah, you're, you're exactly the same. There's no differences. See, because I look at you and you're both white. You're you're kind of pasty. You're pasty and white, so. You're the same. There's no difference. You'd find out very quickly that no, there's actually quite a quite a difference uh, in in the the Norwegians versus the Germans. A uh, bit of a difference. See, they're actually different ethnicities, and uh, God made ethnicity to be different. He is the one that created ethnicities, and they are good and glorious. Um, however, when it comes to finding meaning in them, you're searching up the wrong tree because uh, all that matters is whether you are in Christ or not in Christ. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, we're going back to 1936, and basically what Hitler did in getting this is he used it as a propaganda launching point. No way. Yeah, go figure, right? Go figure. The National Socialist Party of Germany decided, let's use this as a launching point for our ideas. (laughs) Crazy. Germany bombs Pearl Harbor, and then, you know. No, Germany didn't bomb. Just kidding. Oh. (laughs) Okay, I just thought. Just to be I just clear, thought it was Japan bomb Pearl Harbor. Just to make sure we're not. We don't need a Whoopi Goldberg situation here. I just thought it was funny, just peddling mistruths. You'd be surprised to find out that Whoopi Goldberg's name is actually Karen, as she was being a Karen. Ironically, you may not be surprised <laughs> just by how she acts sometimes, all um, the time. So, in, in she I gets think, paid to act that way. By the way, everybody, yeah, that doesn't make you mad. So, please, Christian, just evaluate. Stop. Evaluate whether you should be watching the View. Um, and tell, tell me how it's edifying to God in any way. Just give me one semblance of how. And yeah. you can't use the commercials for Tide that are on in between, okay? Oh, well, I'm going to wash my clothes. No, don't give me that. Yeah. Well, let's figure out the living sacrifice category of viewing the view. Oh, my gosh. All right, so back to, look, enough of the view. You did this. You brought up Whoopi Goldberg. 
How are you going to say it wasn't about race and then totally copped a Jewish name for your stage name? Turns out no one was going to care about Karen. Whoopi. All right. See, no, I'm angry. <laughs> There's so much yeah. cognitive distancing. In 1936, they, they basically used it as a propaganda tool. One of the things they actually did is they brought back the journey of the Olympic torch. They revitalized the, the, the journey of the Olympic torch um, from Olympia to Germany, from Greece, across Europe, and ending up in Germany. They traveled it from Olympia? <clears throat> yeah, you can see a map. You can go back and Google the Olympic torch in 1936. They, re, they re, re, basically revived uh, what we see now as a commonplace part of the... Uh, Olympic ceremonies. How did they run it to Atlanta? Guys, <laughs> just chilling on a boat, baby. Chilling on a boat, just hanging out. He's sipping a Mai Tai on the front deck there. He's holding the Olympic torch. It wasn't heavy. It's only like a pound. It's all good. He just had to use his hand to cover it for the wind. He didn't want it to blow out. You know, like you're trying to walk the birthday cake to the can- the table. Yeah. And you're trying to like make yeah, sure the yeah. candles don't go out. The guy was like, oh, Jesus. I think flight. he should have had to run in place the whole boat ride. <laughs> That's only fair, right? It's only fair. <laughs> He's never should have gotten the Atlantic leg. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst thing ever. Um, but uh, in doing that, they use it as this giant propaganda arm uh, to showcase, um, particularly coming in, the Aryan nation. You, if you ever see a picture of the actual last leg run, uh, it was ironically ran by someone who was not part of the Nazi party. He did not subscribe to that, although they sure as heck did draft him into World War II. Um, he actually wasn't even on the Olympic team. But but he looked very, very Aryan, and so he fit the bill. The whole thing was meant to be nothing more than a propaganda cycle. This fast-forwards forward us from 1936 um, directly into uh, 2022. And what we had was uh, the Olympic Games showcasing the running end of the torch uh, by a Uyghur athlete from China. And this may be confusing to some of you. Maybe this is something you're not familiar with. Uh, but the Uyghur people group in China are uh, tremendously um, and, and devastatingly persecuted for their belief systems. This is a giant propaganda piece by China to say and look at the world and say, you won't judge us on our humani- violations of human rights. You won't do that. We, can do, we, we are better than you. Uh, China is an evil totalitarian state. There is one person monitoring for every 250 people in China. Their social credit scores, movements, and actions so that they are to line up with the state-approved narratives. And if they do not, your social credit score goes down. The fact that they have a social credit score lets you know that the state is indeed God there. It is all-encompassing, all-powerful, and omnipresent. They are a devastatingly evil place. They have evil ideas, and yet we keep clicking away on Amazon and supporting with our dollars these evil ideas. So the question becomes, should we then also support what's happening in the Olympics? I'm torn on this. I really am. It turns out that this whole conversation on the Uyghurs is one that is wide and indeed sweeping. Uh, But you should know that the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom, that would be the USCIRF, which is a very long acronym. (laughs) You secure out or if (laughs) you scurf. Um, And uh, they they have estimated um, that between 900,000 and 1.8 million, I'm going to million, I'm going to butcher some of these words, Uyghur, Kazakha, Kyrgyz and other Muslims have been detained in more than 1,300 concentration camps in Xinjiang province and the surrounding areas, the literal place where Mulan itself was filmed. It is a big province. China is an incredibly large country. What you have to understand is that these people are being put into, inter- into internment camps where they are used as slave labor and or being, and I'll use air quotes here, re-educated into the party line. 
This is not uncommon. If you do a quick search on a person named Jack Ma, he is the person that's responsible for the Alibaba business. You probably have heard of that. It's basically the Amazon of China. He was the richest man in China. You'll see that he has disappeared. He is nowhere to be found except for in small small instances where it's approved for him to be seen. He was black bagged and taken off the market because he made a public statement about business practices and banking practices in China and how unethical they were. This is the type of government we're dealing with. And yet they would march out this people group that they have personally sought out to squash because they have belief systems that are not in keeping with the state-proposed religion that is the state is God. They marched him out there to light the torch as if to say, no, 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 we're the ones who have it all right. What do we do with that as a Christian when we see this, when we hear this evil going on? And yet we have our athletes. We're sending athletes. There are Americans in China right now competing for medals in the Winter Olympics. What do we do with that? And, and, and should we support it? How do we support it? At the same time, how do we not keep eyeballs as Americans on other Americans that are in what is essentially a dangerous zone for them to be in? I don't know. It's a hard thing to balance. But if we don't start considering these types of things, and also where our dollars are going, then I think we really have to uh, we really have to question whether or not we're grappling, as men of Issachar in First Chronicles would tell us, to be men of the times who understand how the people of God are to move. I've spoken a lot. I'm sorry. I ran. Amen. <laughs> this was another episode. Of- <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. Well, I mean, I I agree. I mean, I think that there's a lot of areas of our lives that we need to be more discerning on. I mean, you know, entertainment's a big one because entertainment as a whole is just generally. Well, uh, to borrow a phrase from our Canadian friends, there's a lot of sin in it. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like especially supporting, it's almost like you know, it's almost like that that question, like w- would you go to a gay friend's wedding, gay wedding, like you know, it's like falls kind of like in that category. It's like okay, well, being present there is supporting the thing itself. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you don't go to a wedding and then say I disagree with this, like. <laughs> You, you say you disagree with this by not going to the wedding. And why why our American teams are participating in a Chinese communist Winter Olympic Games uh, is kind of beyond me, like from the get-go. It would have been a far better scenario to say, we're not playing here. But we know that that's not going to happen in this country because the NBA also is, you know, bought hook, line, and sinker by the Chinese government because it's it's so big over there. I mean, you you saw you see what that we essentially black bag people that <clears throat> the owners and uh, other players that speak out. I mean, like they've taken their shows off air in in China and all sorts of things. I mean, it's 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 literally insane. It's the stuff that you see in movies, you know, when we talk about totalitarianisms. But really, the movie is more accurately reflect or is is taking real world examples from the Chinese government. And this is where you have to be genuine. You can't be ingenuine about this. You have to disingenuous. No. Well, yes, that too, but also ingenuine. It's the same idea. Ingenuine. Yep. Ingenuine. You can Google it. I was corrected by my, uh, my Christmas helper on this actually. And then I Googled it and I found out, well, yep, he's right. The stoner guy. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, actually this is what, what did we say it was ingenuine. I N G N U I N E. Bada bing, bada bang. You're googling it, and uh, you will look. Look, which word is correct? You can you can Google it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. Oh man, disingenuous is the correct word, and ingenuine is not yet considered a word. Oh wow. Well, I didn't know that. But I go- <laughs> no, literally, Google ingenuine uh, definition, and it's a word. 
Well, this is literally on a website called thecontentauthority.com. <laughs> yes, well, you could have found, you can find a lot of content on something called the Center for Disease Control. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't necessarily make it true, now does it? <laughs> ah, yes, it's a word in Urban Dictionary. Well, that's where you get all of your words. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wait, okay, let's just, let's talk about this. In genuine, the definition on Urban Dictionary, literally the first sentence is, not yet an actual word. You know what, I'm going back and reminding Incorrectly you. Incorrectly used. Disingenuous. <laughs> is the right word. That's what I said. used when you trying to describe something He's, that is the opposite of genuine. He was trying to make me think I was dumb and I was correct. How did I let... And then he pulled up a definition. I'm like, oh. oh well, Usually so confused sorry. with ingenuous, which means gullible. <laughs> I guess you should have said I was ingenuous at that point because he showed me ingenuous as a word. I'm like, <laughs> yes, you were oh, ingenuous. Geez, I, I guess I'm wrong. I didn't know I was wrong. The use case sentence is said, ingenuine is not a word. <laughs> Here's the thing. I literally corrected him. I said, you mean disingenuous? He said, no, ingenuine. It's the right word. I said, really? He's like, yeah, here, look. And types it in. Look, here's the definition. I'm like, oh, my. Wait, have On I been using... stoner dictionary? And then I'm like, wait, have I been using disingenuous wrong this whole time? And I... You know what? You learn something new every day. So let's go. Let's... You have to be, you cannot be disingenuous. Ha ha. Uh, when you're talking about these things. Uh, 10% stakeholder in the. I keep I'm... using that word. I don't want to get the wrong number. I believe it it's 10% stakeholder in the Golden State Warriors just recently. Oh, yeah. That's the guy I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, Shamath Palihaptaya uh, is a billionaire. He's God got some you. money. No, no, no. Uh, he's he's a he's a billionaire. He's Poly- very Poly- he's very he's very uh, well connected in the tech industry. He Poly- he just Poly- recently said, reminded us that no one cares about the Uyghurs, and this is the problem. On his it's one of it's his podcast. Okay, I, I literally went back and listened to the entire episode. And by the way, the entire the entire case point of the guy's views are awful. All right. Uh, he basically says we need to get our human rights violations in order before we start looking at other people's. And I'm looking around myself, and I'm like, wait, exactly? Wait, where exactly are are our human rights? Was that when they were no, trying to is... put John MacArthur in jail? <laughs> yeah, I think that's correct. <laughs> that it, it, human rights violation. Here's the problem: there, there's none to see here. They're putting people in prison because their religion says they have a real god that can't be the state, right? So, so for those of you that don't know, there's there's approved Protestant religions inside of China. They're just neither Protestant nor really religious. They are they're they're the, they're churches that exist. They've rewritten portions of the Bible to make sure that you can understand the state is God and Jesus is all about President Xi Jinping ruling forever. May he always live on in our hearts. That's what they're that's what they do. And so here he's on he's on his podcast with two others. That they, they it's their podcast, and apparently they're all you know influential wealthy elitists global elitists but the one is saying how was literally started saying how this is it's just disgusting human rights abuses and this guy cuts him off he says oh, do i just don't the clip can i play it he says i just don't care i i don't i don't care and he's like wait what do you mean you don't care he's like the rest of us don't care right he says i'm going to tell you a hard truth no one cares about the uyghurs here's the thing I care. It's it's it, it's awful. It's horrible. We should be very emphatically caring about human rights abuses. It's awful. This is this is a, Jesse's going to get a clip up. It's actually a, a relatively small clip, so we'll play it. See if it, make sure you can hear it. Um, but this is you. I, I will try to get a link. I'll try to get Jesse the link so you can put it in the show notes. You can actually listen to this whole episode of this podcast. It is detestable. Now, did he do this recently, or was this the old one that he got spanked for? Earlier? No, no. This is recently. Yep, okay. This is a recent episode. All right. Here we go. Nobody cares about. Again? Is no, no, cares. Nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs. Okay, you you bring it up because you really what? care, and I think what that's mean, nice that you cares? care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling really you a care? very hard. Wait, wait, I'm you're telling you, you a very, personally don't care. I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth. Okay, of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. 
Okay. Oh, of all the things that I care about, it is below my line. Disappointing. Yeah, it is disappointing. Oh, uh, boy. Right. <laughs> and, but that guy was his, that he was that cold and calculating the whole time on the episode. I mean, he's trying to say, oh, we need to save the environment, and we're talking about the Uyghurs. Yeah, you know why? Because here's the dirty little secret. The, 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 the problem is, talking about the Uyghurs affects your bottom line. He has to say this. His money is based in the tech market. Guess what? China holds him by the, by the short and curlies. That's the problem. His pocketbook is attached to his belief system, and it doesn't allow him to actually stand up and say, no. Internment camps for religious beliefs is a disgusting and evil and detestable practice because his God, as an American, by the way, he's he's actually a refugee American. His that's where he, he actually comes up and he's built this amazing business. So congratulations oh, like, like, to like him. Like Ilhan That's uh, correct. Uh, congratulations to him. But wow, but America seems to be a pretty great place for making but, a lot of money. But here's from nothing. the thing: as an American, his God is the state God of China. The CCP controls him, right? The Republic, the People's Republic of China, as you'll see in your boxes. Now, you see PRC. It doesn't mean it came from Puerto Rico. That still means it was made in China. Okay? We have to evaluate this, this idea that, that China is just there as a, as a business proposition or that it's in some way okay to sustain what's happening in China. This is, this is let me be very clear. The Chinese people are not what I'm speaking about. There are people in China that try to undermine the totalitarian regime. That's not what I'm speaking about. What I'm speaking about are the people that are in power in China. The whole business world is run through the state in China. They are a centralized government that runs the business world. And if you think you can have private wealth, but you get out of line, you go away and they take your things. That's how it works. They're not your things. Right, they're they belong things. to the state, and and that's why we, private private ownership of of the property and goods is a distinctly biblical principle. It sure is. It sure is. And and so this is where we started to peel, we have to peel back the layers. All right, but we're talking about the Olympics. We have Americans there, um, and what you'll find. <clears throat> what you'll find is that uh, they cited COVID-19, but let's be honest, there's a lot more liability in sending reporters over to China to report on this. What you'll find is if, as you're watching these these broadcasts is that the American broadcasters are here in America still. They are not in China. They're doing live feeds. That's what's happening. Why? Because I don't care. I don't care how progressive CNN might be. They're not willing to put all those Americans over there and have to budget for their security and make sure they're going to be safe. They saw what we did in Afghanistan. <laughs> Look, one accident. <laughs> well, yeah, and that did not go well. I mean, one Sure, we'll <laughs> get them out. <coughs> one accidental misstep and you are gone. This is this this is this is not the first time it happened. It happened before in the Beijing Olympics. Um, there was a it was it was said that the, a person caused problems and they were put in jail and then we had a really long long hard time trying to get them back out and peel back the layers of what was propaganda. So, we we have to take that into consideration as we're turning on our televisions, because if one of those athletes actually loves America, right? We had we had Nancy Pelosi this past week uh, from from her from her podium with her with her eyebrow forehead just chomping away, saying how scared she was and encouraging the uh, the American encouraging Americans to be careful because they can say things here in America that they can't say in China. Wow, what a brave person. She's she, so brave. She so, so beautiful, brave. so brave. Definitely not beautiful. 
Additionally, definitely it's her bravery not, that's definitely beautiful. Definitely not brave. It's her bravery that's beautiful. Yeah, she should just, put that on. She's like about a, as brave as Caitlyn Jenner. She put that on like a brown bag, like a brown paper bag, right over her eyebrows. Beauty, <laughs> eyebrow forehead. Um, <laughs> Ain't no paper bag big enough for the eyebrows. I mean, if we're saying that, if we're telling, hey, Americans, we know you've gotten used to being able to say things like, "Hey, I'm so proud to be an American. American is the great. America is the greatest country that's ever existed." You can't say that in China. They will not allow it. That's where this is where we have the problem. This is where it, it becomes a serious issue. What do we do? Let me tell you something else. You think you can go over there with your progressive ideas? You think you can wear your BLM t-shirt on that stage? You cannot. They will they will they will lose you. I don't know where she went. I, she was here a second ago. I don't know what happened. Can't find her anywhere. Sorry. No, no idea except for the state is God and the Chinese government should live on in glory forever is the only acceptable line. And so I also struggle with the idea that I want as many people with eyeballs on that as possible. And when that happens, it needs to be seen, obvious, and everywhere. Because that type of evil cannot go on unchecked. And so I struggle with this. It's a genuine struggle I have. Because if you're watching it, you're not watching, you're not watching a Chinese feed. You're not watching a, a feed from China. You're not watching the CCP feed. You're watching the, C, the feed that's on ABC or NBC or whatever an acronym you happen to be watching you know, curling on, maybe it's on, you know, ESPN Deportes. I don't know. Right. But, but wherever you're watching it, you're watching a feed from the country to America. Now, is that inherently giving, um, giving China money? Well, not, not inherently you're, you're helping add revenues on that particular station, but at the same time, right. You're allowing a place to utilize propagandist materials, right. That, that as if they're doing something good, as if they are a good thing an inherent benefit to, the world when they are actually a bane and evil on the face of the world. So what do we do with that as Christians? How do we ponder that? The point is if we're not pondering it carefully and if we're not thinking about it critically, then we will begin to just do things, knee-jerk reaction, and we will find ourselves wandering into all manners of sin as we tend to do. That's not news. <laughs> That's not news. That's not news for... So basically, as you click on your TV, as you're as you're checking the metal count, as you're as you're thinking through these things, and honestly, I, who doesn't love a good curling match? It is highly entertaining, riveting. It actually, it's. I mean, they have a little broom and they're sweeping the little thing yeah, and they're making I've, a little stone move. I've changed my ringtone to randomly yelling out things like "pot soap." It's so entertaining. This is some. This is coming from an Olympic junkie. I love the Olympics. Um, this was the first year my kids could really, really understand how much we love the Olympics. Bummer. Uh, in the in the summer, oh. and we no in the summer, not so in China. like two years ago, not in China. Oh no, they had them back to back because of COVID. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was paying real real close attention to that. I remember <laughs> all of the all of the details. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Re- regardless of this particular instance, by the way, irregardless is the wrong word. Regardless of this instance, um, we, we're watching all these different these different events and different things, and my kids are like, "Oh my gosh, look! You, you have so many events, and they're watching them. We're enjoying them, right? We watched, uh, we loved watching um, that that Olympic wrestler who was so much loved her her country and gave such effort, and uh, that was so great. She loved America, and she didn't care. Uh, my fear is that if there is anyone like that that is in the Winter Olympics, there there could be great harm. Uh, done to them and and that's the type of thing where we suddenly have to wonder all right so so do we watch these things do we put this on uh, so that we can know 
and know when it happens and make sure we let everyone know and make sure we were there and make sure we tell our children and make sure we show our children and make sure we say, this is what happens when God is not God anymore and we've taken him off his throne. Yeah. How do we live not by lies with the Chinese Winter Olympics? Like that, that's the question. What, what does, wow. What so does, that's an interesting case study because Solzhenitsyn himself was living there as long as he could fighting against that. Solzhenitsyn. Yeah. Fighting against that, that the, the with, with, Real information against the propaganda until, you know, they removed him. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It really is. Man, I I wish we had a clear answer for you, but it's gonna it's really gonna come down to a personal interaction. What do you think? Like like for example, when 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 I realized just how much you know stuff and money is pumped into China, like I, I realized I have to get a hold of what what goes on my what goes on my account. What am I paying for? And where's it coming from? Right? And then you have to do all this crazy research to find out where something's made. But is it, isn't it, 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 I feel like it's so much, it's so much more worth it to know, right? Which hemisphere did it, was this made in? Which country was this made in? Where are my dollars really going to when I buy this, right? Because my main concern isn't Jeff Bezos. My main concern is where was that, where, where was this actually produced? Right? So, so you have to, you have to understand something when it comes to things like dollars and cents, uh, China has billion like with a b as far as people then we have in america 330 ish 350 mil a million we're talking a different number of people substantially a third right and and when you start talking about that you're thinking about economies right china will constantly constantly say oh look how many people we've pulled out of poverty just let me understand let me help you understand something they don't measure poverty in like like they do in america see in america we measure the poverty line significantly different than china in China, they measure it in a thousands, whereas we measure it in ten thousands, right? A thousand dollars versus ten thousand dollars. There's big differences there. The poverty line in China yeah, is like not mag- poverty; it is, it is destitution. They didn't; they haven't done the world any favors, or nor their people. They keep enough people happy and satisfied in the bread lines with their with their government issued iPhone and their social credit score, so that they can stay in power without an over, or without a revolt. Because it turns out, when that many people revolt. <laughs> You lose. <laughs> That's all they're trying to do, and and so we have we have to weigh all these things out. Anyway, this is this was this was a thought experiment episode for us to peel back layers to understand what we're actually doing when we flick on the flick on the TV, right? And that curly matches on. What do we do with it? What do we talk to? Our, is it? Do we use it as a talking point to engage with our children about where the Olympics are? We we watch this. They're here. What would you know? Do you understand what would happen, right? If if one of these people were to go out. And, and in, in a place that is even generally non-public but kind of public, we'll start waving the American flag or singing the national anthem or saying something disparaging about holding Uyghurs in concentration camps. You understand what would happen to that person? Because the reality is we might not know what would happen to that person. And that's a sobering thought <laughs> that your children should know. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. Well, it's important not to memory a whole history. And... Um... Like we, we have to, you're absolutely right. We have to keep all of this stuff in mind because, and I mean, like our, our faith, our Christian faith is a historic faith rooted in real events that actually happened. And I mean, whenever I'm reading through the old, old new Testament, I, and, and the Lord reminds his people of the great wonders and things that he has done, especially when we're talking about things like the Exodus and how God's constantly reminding his people. I, I just write the word remember in the margins because God wants us to remember our history and remember all the important events that have got us to where we are. Um, you know, it's it's a it's almost like a uh, a massive 
progressive sanctification, if you will, I guess, depending on your eschatological view, but it's, it's how we, it's how we learn and grow as individuals and hopefully never repeat some very, very, very bad mistakes. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I don't know if I would be willing to bind someone's conscience and call it sin to do, but I definitely think that it's worth something worth really, really searching your heart to, to think about and, and land on for, a decision for your family and at least have the conversation with, with the Lord and with um, your spouse about what's going on uh, in China and, and how we handle that. I'm just reading through Chamath's Polyhapataya Pataya's comments here from his, his podcast. It's just not great. The guy, the guy couldn't do what he, he was just kept digging. He, he, he grabbed his shovel. He said, he said, he said, you know what guys, I got my own grave here today. I will just keep digging. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh he says I'll just give you some quotes here's your quotes this is what happens when you become a global elite so so in bed with evil that you can't you can't see evil that's right in front of you that's not caring Palipataya explained sure that I care about yeah I care about the fact that our economy could turn on a turn on a dime if China invades Taiwan oh by the way that's absolutely true and uh, yes we should be investing in making uh, computer chips in America. Uh, we should do that. Like, like we should have done that ten years ago. Like tomorrow, we need to do that tomorrow. Anyway, I wonder how many computer <laughs> chips we left in Iraq <laughs> or <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> Afghanistan. Um, so yeah, I care about the fact that our economy could turn on a dime if China invades Taiwan. I, I care about that. I care about climate change. You know, I, I care about a bunch. You know, I, I care a bunch. I, I care about America's crippling and you know decrepit healthcare infrastructure. But if you're asking me, do I care about a segment of a class of people in another country? Not until we take care of ourselves will I prioritize them over us. So now this guy sounds like an American first racist, doesn't he? Does he sound like yeah, he does. does he? This guy listens to a lot of OAN. That's oh, for sure. Back, this guy's this guy's got some. Ooh, but want to check out? Might want to check his Facebook history. Was he and there I, on January sixth? Uh, 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 and I think a lot of people. I'm going on with the quote. And I think a lot of people believe that. And I'm sorry if that's a harsh truth to hear. But every time I say that I care about the Uyghurs, I'm really just lying if I don't really care. And so I'd rather not lie to you and tell you the truth that it's not a priority for me. You know, this guy sounds like a real honest man. This and is I real, appreciate that. And, about and him. you know what? He's just a. What? A, don't you just want to like? He seems like a warm, huggable teddy bear kind of a guy <laughs> oh i'm sorry are you in a concentration camp oh i'm sorry Were you... oh you did oh you made an appearance you made an appearance in the new mulan <laughs> oh you were in the you were in the crow's nest right over there that we caught in the background there whoops didn't edit that out did we quite well, enough th- well thanks for letting us in you know appreciate oh my that gosh <sighs> and this this is this is what we have to evaluate uh because this type of global elitist horse crap is is awful it's awful and evil and it makes you it makes you a far more uh it makes you hold far more racist and disgusting views than you try to espouse on even your enemy it's 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 really bad we have we have to be evaluating these types of things um and we have to do it critically and biblically right so that that's that's what i got that's what i got think on this people think on this This is not a long episode this is a put it in a pipe and think on it for a while get it in there mull it around be Berean. Open your word. Talk to your children. But don't just blindly flick something on and ignore what we're actually watching. How about that? Amen. All right. That's fair. Well, that's another episode of the Carbide Podcast. Nailed it. Nailed it. 
Um, what we do not want to do is leave this uh, leave this moment without reminding you things are becoming uh, a little harder for the protest in Canada uh, as America seeks to also formalize a, uh, a a trucker trucker march trucker trucking to the capital here in America. They are in Ottawa actively. Um, there are there are even more people trying to help and and aid in the protests there that's happening in Ottawa, and they are now getting pushback. There we've seen some videos of police forces moving in. Uh, there's been rumors that there are different uh, there their heating fuels being siphoned, um, and it is it is awful. It is very sad, and we need to be supporting them. We need to be praying for them. We need to be reaching out, uh, and so we would like to encourage you to check out the Liberty Coalition of Canada. Uh, you can find them uh, doing great work on Instagram, particularly their videos are awesome. Uh, but you can also find them on the Twitters uh, and the Facebooks. But look for and Liberty. Gab. Oh, and Gab. Whoa. Liberty Coalition Canada. Uh, this, this. Uh, well, I say this month, we're basically going to support them until until the truckers roll out having been victorious in Ottawa. That's what we're going to pray for. That's what we're going to do supporting them. If you go on to uh, the CarbonFeeda.com shop site uh, and you look up the Hold the Line, both T-shirt and hoodie, uh, 20% of that is going directly to the Liberty Coalition of Canada uh, so that they can stay on the ground. They can keep reporting on these things. Uh, they also uh, try to do good works linking up um, in the lawyers uh, and, and people that need the lawyers. Uh, so they're, they're doing good work in Canada, and we want to support them uh, and honor them in that fight. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of what we're encouraging right now. Stay abreast of what's going on. Do not let tyranny and totalitarian, uh, ideas go forth without you knowing, uh, don't be the one, uh, that's left there saying, I didn't think they would come for me. No, now be engaged Christian. Amen. Amen. They do a good job that the promotion was promoting. They're good. Yeah, no, it was great. All accurate that I get everything out. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. Cause I mean, you're the one that knows you, 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 you know, you're on this baby. No, I'm, I'm down with it. Um, also, if, if you're in Canada, um, we did launch uh, Carpe Fide Canada last week. What? 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 So um, you don't have to be like, oh, man, the Americans get everything. Um, you also can support the Liberty Coalition Canada. Um, our, friend, the El- our friends, the Elsons uh, in Nova Scotia are, or have, I guess, uh, launched a Carpe Fide shop up there. There is a, a an exclusive uh, fringe minority shirt. Yep, uh, fringe minority. <laughs> Before it was cool, baby. So check cool, that out. Yep. Carpe Fide Canada. <laughs> um, and uh, they also are offering the Hold the Line shirts and hoodies to donate to the Liberty Coalition as well. So if you're in Canada, you can just head to carpefide.com slash Canada. See what we did there um, to check that stuff out. There's stickers and shirts. and So we went international just like that. Flick the like switch and international. Boom. Um, this is so that we can get you stuff without customs, because it turns out Canada really... The last thing we want to do is give more money to the Canadian government <laughs> at this point. We don't want to give more money to any government, including our own. Oh, amen and amen. <laughs> here, here. So yes, if you're in the United States, carpefide.com slash shop, and if you're in Canada, carpefide.com slash Canada. And that'll get you linked up with the right website so that you can wear some bold Christian merchandise while simultaneously supporting uh, good uh, efforts that are that are founded in Christ and moving forward against uh, those that would seek to tear down the church, liberty, and indeed the joy of the Lord. We don't like that. Nope. No. They can pound sand. They can pack up their bags and they can go home because Christ is sovereign. Mm-hmm. Well, geez, Jesse, with that, I feel like there's only one thing left to say. Mm-hmm. And I think you know what it is. Mm-hmm. We encourage you this day to seize the faith. faith.